Hey everyone and welcome to the Evan Muhammad podcast. I'm your host, Evan Muhammad, and I'm joined with a really good friend of mine today, uh, Leslie Ortiz. Hello. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm out here, I, I, you know, I, we're out here in, in beautiful town, or what is it, a city? City. A city of yeah. Newport. And man, it's, it's nice down here, man. I, I mean, i not a big fan. No, I am a big fan. <laughs> Listen, Newport's great, okay? So, but anyways... So, Leslie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell the audience a little bit about... Okay, well, I am a student at University of Rhode Island, and I'm from Newport, Rhode Island. And uh, I met you through, like, friends of friends that I met at school. Yeah, that's right. So, um, friends with, like, all those goons, like Steve. Yeah, those goons. Those goons. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, no, it's actually funny, like, how we met. So, I remember one day, remember we met at Buffalo Wild Wings, like, last December or something? Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, and it's funny, because I go to CCRI, Mm -hmm. and you go to URI, and we're just, like, it just happened to be, like, a friends of a friends kind of thing. Exactly. You know, Leslie wanted to pop out on the podcast, so. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's always always good to have new people on, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, just... How's how's life? How's everything going right now? Just with Corona and everything. Well, uh, I'm just pretty much trying to work a lot as much as I can, and then just kind of wait until school starts. Go from there. It just feels like a lot of waiting around at this point, but I'm having like a good time. Just kind of, just kind of hanging because I'm a, I'm a pretty lazy person. So yeah, I like I can just be lounging. pretty lazy too. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool. So where are you working? Um, well, I used to work at the mansions here in Newport, but they had to lay off a bunch of people because of Corona. Oh, you used to work in the mansion thing? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I just used to sell like tickets and stuff, but now I'm working at Ben and Jerry's in downtown Newport. So I'm just, just scooping ice cream. Wow. Well, I mean, that's definitely like a a big, a big difference, Mm -hmm. but, um, what, what, so what do you like better? Scooping ice cream or, uh? Well, Selling tickets. <laughs> like, the pay was a lot better um, for, like, how easy the job was. But I like the staff at my current job a lot. Like, it's everyone's, like, just, like, the same age. So everyone's just kind of friendly mm-hmm. with each other. It's just, like, one big group of friends. So it's, oh, really? like, never a boring shift. Did someone, like, recommend you? Like, do you have a friend that works here? Yeah, so my friend Pilar actually did. Um, uh, hello. Uh, and I used to work there myself. Um, and back in 2017, but then I quit, got a job at the mansions, and now I'm back. All right. So, yeah. You're back. I'm back, yeah. So you're back. Well, that's neat. And so did you, you graduated from, what is that? It's like Rogers? Rogers High School. Is it middle, is it just Rogers? It's just Newport, yeah. Oh. Just Newport people. Rogers is like in Newport. Right. Right. Yeah, and okay. then there's, um. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good, good. There's uh, Middletown High School, and there's also Portsmouth High School, so each, like, town has their own thing hmm. going on. All right. Well, because um, I remember, so we played, so I played high school hockey, mm-hmm. and so Leslie and I are in the same grade. You know, we graduated 2019, mm-hmm. and so we played Rogers, Middletown, Rocky Hill. Mm-hmm. So, like, did you ever, like, were you, like, rivals with any of those schools, or were you just, like... Well, it's kind of like a mutual understanding that we're rivals with like Middletown and like Portsmouth. Oh, um, Portsmouth. 
We didn't like Portsmouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's so. like two totally they're they're honestly all like pretty different schools. So but it it's never been like like a big thing. It's just kinda like, oh, we kinda have to have rivals because, you know, sports teams Yeah, kinda weird stuff yeah. like that, huh? Yeah. So but yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Hmm. Well, that's that's interesting. So you know, you're just kind of chilling with COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like the same way. I'm trying to pick up more shifts at work and everything like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, it's been really, uh, it's been tough, I will say. Um, yeah. With the bills. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I, I totally get you on that. And, um, but just, uh, you know, is you and I going back? Uh, yeah, you so know? You know that? they're planning on going back. Uh, a lot of the classes are online, though, but um, they've, like, made spots that students can go to on campus, you know, if they have an online class and then, like, an in-person class, like, right after that. So they definitely are, like, making accommodations for that. But for right now, yeah, they're planning on getting everyone back as best as they, as best as they can. So, All right. Yeah. So you're probably not going to be able to dorm? You're gonna have to... Oh, I'm definitely not. No, they didn't have any space. For me, oh, a bunch of it's so dumb. There's only like, how does that work? Every other room is available. Like, do you? I well, they just had to cut it down to like, only like one or two people live in one room. So there's like no more triples mm. or anything like that. It's kind of goofy. It is real goofy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly heated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so heated. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, man, that's things. And so you'll be a sophomore yep. next year, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to commute. Yeah, I, yeah. Oof. And you have to, like, how long is the drive from here? Well, from here, it's not that bad. It's just, like, 25 minutes or so. Okay. Um, But the issue is, is, like, I don't drive. So, like, oh. yeah. Huh. There's that. Oh, that stinks. <laughs> Oof. Well, I mean, do you know anyone, like, that goes to URI? Like, like that could, yeah. that would also commute there? Yeah, from Newport or whatever? Um, like, any friends that? No. <laughs> Well, like, I, I, I don't, there's definitely, like, some other people from my high school, but, like, I'm not okay. really friends with them. Oh, oh <laughs> But yeah. it's, it's fine. It'll All work right. itself out. Yeah, no, that's, that's cool, too. Yeah. Just, like, so, explain to me. So, I went to a commuter, I went to a commuter school. Obviously, you know, going to CCRI and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me, what, how has your experience been at URI? Like, just dorming there and everything before COVID. Okay, well. Because, like, I'm not, it was, enlighten me. Yeah, I mean, it was really, really fun. You know, you're, like. Mm-hmm. It's like your first, you know, step towards freedom and everything. But it definitely could be, you know, too much can be a bad thing. <laughs> so I definitely huh. had some moments. But it was pretty fun for the most part. And I am really glad that I got to experience it. Because I met some really cool people. Met some really good friends. And literally, the reason why you're here is That's because right. of that. So, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, man. I think, um, what, what was I going to say? So, like, how was the, like, how was life... Like, in the dorm, did you ever get homesick? Were you ever, like... Um, like, kind of. You know, I, I did miss my friends. Everyone was kind of displaced, you know, because of school and everything. Right. Um, but I, after living in Newport, like, all my life, I was just, like, really ready to, like, just, you know, have a a new change of things. And, um, you know, I, I always went home every weekend to go to work anyways. So I, it's not like I really got homesick. So it was like a good balance of things, I would say. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, that's good. You got to come home. Like, 
I know a lot of so I know like Steve used to come home a lot. I mm-hmm. think I remember he used to. He actually used to work too, which is kind of like interesting. Yeah. <laughs> kind of beast, I guess. <laughs> um, no, but that's really cool. I mean, just sharing. Like, how many how many people did you room with? Just one. Just one. With that's right. Yeah. That's right. You went with the person from Lincoln. That's yeah. Right. Is that how you met? Like. The Lincoln squad? No, how so... You, how did that work? So, um, I met the Lincoln squad through Ethan because mm. he and I had a class together and then we just started becoming friends through there and then he introduced me to his friends and then... Oh, yeah. okay, so Ethan was like the main... Movie. Exactly, yeah. All right. Well, so like that's really cool because, you know, Ethan and I, um, we've been pretty close the last... Well, in high school we were pretty close. Now, you know, he's at URI and it's tough and stuff Mm-hmm. And I'll talk to him on Discord and stuff sometimes, but yeah. So I remember like my first interaction; it was so bad. <laughs> oh no! I said some things that I shouldn't have said. I was, I went up to just like this kid, and I said some dumb thing. And Ethan's like, we were both in band together, and he was in percussion too. Mm-hmm. That's kind of when I got more like associated with Ethan, and I was like, I said something really bad to this kid, like really stupid, <laughs> and Ethan's like, bro what did you say? And I'm like, uh, and I like repeated it and he started, and we just started dying laughing. Oh really? And yeah, we became friends pretty much after that. <laughs> and he always calls me Muhammad, like everyone else. Yeah. Everyone calls you Muhammad. Yeah. Everyone in, in that group calls me Muhammad. But, um, yeah, it's just, that was just like my nickname. In yeah. Hockey I like to stuff. call you by your full name, you know, Evan Muhammad, like Evan, Evan Muhammad, the one yeah. and only. Yeah. The, um, the truly one and only, I guess. <laughs> Interesting person. I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, that's how I know Ethan. And before I met Ethan, I was friends with Steve. Mm-hmm. And that's actually, I joined the band my junior year. I should have done it all four years. Mm-hmm. Like, I played the band in middle school. I was like, you know, I was playing hockey. I was like, oh, I don't want to do band because I'm in hockey. You know, like, it was stupid. I was like, oh. And then I joined. And it was like, the those were like so, those two years were so fun. Mm-hmm. And like, I actually had like a really, those guys are really cool. Mm-hmm. And like, it was really cool. And just to hang out with those guys. But then, um. Mm-hmm. So I guess, like, this just goes into, like, the next, you know, phase, I guess. Right. Because, you know, if you're talking, if you're doing a podcast or just talking with a mom, I'm going to bring it up. It's just how it is. That's just how it works. But, um, so tell me, in your personal opinion, please, I don't care. You don't have to mince words. Be as harsh as you'd like. What do you think about how just I, just how I, what in my belief, like, what do you think about, you know, how I act and... How you in, act? In terms of, like... In terms of, like, the Bible and Jesus and stuff like that. Like, what is your... Like, what do you think? Like, when you first met me, like, what were you like? Well, I was really, like... Like, you know... Honestly, I was just kind of amazed. I was... I literally have never met anyone else with, you know, those kinds of, like, interests. Especially as in-depth as you... I mean, you're really passionate about that. And that's, like, pretty impressive. That's, like... Yeah, only by the grace of God, honestly. <laughs> I mean... I mean, you know, I've always, like... I've always, it's interesting because I've always had like, um, I've always had like a pull to like for God, kind of like when I was younger too. Mm -hmm. Like I would actually like, I was in like eighth grade and I would read the Bible. I just didn't really get what I was saying, what I was reading. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I always was like, and then like I was at CCD. Mm -hmm. I see like your mom, your parents, they're very Catholic, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I grew up in the Catholic church and you know, I would, so my confirmation, I was like the guy who spoke in front of my, for my class. Mm Mm-hmm whatever, at my church, St. Ambrose, but, um, yeah, no, I mean, just, like, 
You don't have to like. <laughs> you don't have to say good stuff about me. I mean, no, I mean seriously. Seriously. Like, you don't. You don't meet anyone. Like at least me. Like speaking from experience. Like I. I don't really meet people like that. So hmm. the first time I met you. You know, I, I heard these, like, tangents. I was like, whoa. Like, this... Yeah, I do get yeah. those sometimes. I gotta work <laughs> on that. I, like, overwhelm people with stuff. You're right. Just, like... Huh. But, like, what... Like, so... Like, what do you think... Just, like, about... Like, what do you think about that stuff? That kind of thing. Like, Jesus and the Bible and Christianity. What yeah, so, I mean... I like, can definitely understand why people... You know have this kind of thing to believe in because it's like a good thing it's like it's like the kind of guidance that they seek you know and that they really need and it's like a really like peaceful thing um and you know I've like grew up like being raised with all um, of that stuff and it's like you know growing into like an older person uh you finally have the opportunity to really you know, decide if, like, that's what you want, like, it's, like, up to you, um, but I feel like for me, it's, like, I never really gave it any effort, because I never really, like, thought about it, it's, like, not really, it's something in, like, the back of my mind, but I know, Hmm. like, one day I'll get around to it, one day I'll, like, you know, really think about it, Hmm. um, and tell myself where I want to go with it. So, like, just, like, what, so, like what so do you believe like do you believe that there is a god like that there is yeah uh i believe like what do you believe i believe that there's like something out there for sure but i just i'm not too totally sure what it is and i tend to get overwhelmed when i think a lot about it because it's like there's a lot of uncertainty Mm -hmm. but yeah Hmm. well so i think like there's a certain so let me just bring this up. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna open this bad baby up just yet, but you know, there's there's a few scripture verses that I wanna share with you towards uh, you know, towards mm-hmm. the end. But I think that I think that's a like I feel like a lot of, you know, young people like our age have like a similar mindset. Mm-hmm. And like I'm not saying like I think like, you know, I respect that mindset and everything, but you know, I just think that I think, you know, that we I think that, like, there's this idea among younger people, young men, young women, that, you know, in our culture, like, that we can kind of, you know, you can do anything you want, and there's no repercussions, there's no consequences, and it's like, I can do this, and I don't have to worry about what's going to happen, and Mm -hmm. certain things like that, and I think that the major theme, I know, like, what you said earlier, you said that, you know, it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. And I think so, I think I was in, like, that same for a long time, like, especially throughout high school. Right. Because I, you know, I wanted to have fun. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, play, be with my friends mm-hmm. and everything. And, you know, but then I, like, when it, you know, it kind of hit me one day, like, I'm going to die. Right, yeah. I'm going to, like, what, like, what is there? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to perish. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, I'm going to be in the ground somewhere doing something. Like, what? Mm-hmm. is going on like how does this how does this happen like what, what there's got to be and I had a catholic background so I kind of like had a little bit right of understanding about you know you know there must be a god and everything like that and mm-hmm. you know I was like looking for that answer I was like you know gonna read the bible and read about god and you know and stuff like that and you know I'm a rare case I guess <laughs> but, um, so like 
what just like that's just like in, in my perspective but what do you think about death like do, do you fear death so that's it's kind of that subject's kind of like you know the stuff that i push in the back of my head because mm-hmm. it's like there's like i feel like there's kind of two sides to it there's like the people that are like you know this is the only like one life that you live so like do what you want with it as best as like as much as you can hmm. you know that's up to you and then there's also the other side where it's like well you're gonna reach that point so you might want to take like the steps to like i guess you know that's the point of religion is to to like um go through this kind of like what's the word um like moralism kind of thing yeah like just being a good person yeah it's of? like good practice um you know once you do reach that point but like at <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like, I'm only so young, like, I haven't experienced enough yet to really think about, like, death, you know? It's, like, not mm-hmm. my time yet, and um, so it's just kind of, like, I, I know it's, like, cliche, but it's just, like, kind of, like, I don't have to worry about that, like, right now. Even though it could happen literally, like, any moment for anyone, like, I understand that. That's what I was, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I, I think that... You know, there's this abstract idea of, you know, like I said earlier, among young people, like, I'm indestructible. Like, I'm never, mm-hmm. like, gonna, I'm not gonna die, you know, I'm gonna at least live until I'm 40 mm-hmm. or 30, you know, like, I'm gonna make it through my 20s, most right. people believe. But right. if you look on the news, like, there's so many, and I'm not doing this as, well, like, I'm not necessarily saying this to, like, freak you out, mm-hmm. but I'm just trying to open your eyes to this real quick, this idea of, like, young people, like you and I, die every day i know you don't have a car right now but you could be in the car with steve or with right. ethan or with saint or you know whoever mm-hmm. and they're in a car accident and boom that's it it's that's over yeah. it's like you're going to take your you're, you're at uri or whatever you know you're taking a class here you contract well, i don't know some covid or whatever <laughs> i you know regardless of the stats i mean young people have died to it you know right. or you could discover you know you look under your arm there's a lump under your arm you wake up oh man this really hurts go yeah. to the doctors hey you have stage four lymph cancer mm-hmm. boom like that yeah. so i think like so you know i'm gonna relate this back to me real quick just mm-hmm. like not you know just to like kind of bring you into like my mindset because i used to kind of think along similar lines mm-hmm. like you know i'm gonna live a while i'm just got, i haven't experienced everything but it's like you know I, it's, this idea came to me like Bro, I am driving a car now. I could die the next moment. Like, yeah. what? Oh, shoot. Like, I could be screwed. Like, exactly. I could be dead. And then what comes after? Like, I yeah. I have an idea, kind of, I guess. I don't really know, though. Like, what? Exactly, yeah. And, like, what I'm trying to do is, like, in this, you know, I'm trying to bring up this idea of death. I'm not necessarily, like, trying to freak you out. But I am trying to, like, so do you think fear is a good thing or a bad thing in itself? I mean, I guess it kind of depends how, like, the person, like, why the person is afraid of death. Because, so, like, the person can be afraid of death because they, um, they haven't done everything that they wanted to yet. Or they could fear it because they just really don't know what's going to happen with them after they die. So, Hmm. I guess it's kind of like how you treat it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. you could be, like, really destructive about it. But, like, that feeling of fear. Like, if yeah. I'm, like, if, like, I'm standing in the road mm-hmm. and there's, like, a giant truck 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm, I'm afraid, like, there's a truck coming for me. Yeah. Is that feeling of, it's like, is that feeling a good feeling? Like, it, or a bad feeling? It probably, yeah, I would associate it more with, like, a bad feeling. You would? Yeah. So, so like, what I'm, so what I'm trying to do in this is saying, like, listen, there's a truck coming for you. No, it's like, and it's like, there's a fear. It's like, oh, no, there's a truck coming for me. But that fear in itself is not actually a bad feeling because it's, it might feel, like, bad at the moment, but that fear is put like instilled within us to save preserve our life mm-hmm, right. so it's like there's a truck coming it's like oh i'm shaking there's a truck coming i gotta get out of the way i gotta yeah. get out of the way i gotta get out of the way like that fear is like telling you get out of the way mm-hmm. so like you step out of the way mm-hmm. and then the truck goes by you and you're like what a sweet yeah. sigh of relief yeah and i think like just tying this into you know what you know jesus talks about mm-hmm. and you know i think that I'm going to switch this up real quick. I'm going to say, I'm going to ask you a question and say, what do you think about, what do you think about heaven or hell? Do you think it's real? Um, I, I would say yes. I would think so. Just because, um, you know, everything that you hear about, like, uh, like from other stories, like I, you know, I hear my like mo- like my mom talking about like you know these like spiritual experiences that she's had and whatnot, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like she wouldn't lie to me, like you know she wouldn't, she wouldn't say that just to say that, like she genuinely is like a firm believer of this, and I think she's probably, like, um, like is the source of inspiration for me, hmm. like in terms of like religion. Interesting, interesting. Um, so. Here's the next. Here's my next question. Do you think Leslie Ortiz? Do you think if you were to die today, if you were to die tomorrow, would you go to heaven or hell? What do you think? Um. <laughs> I'm not. No. I mean, there's like different like levels to it, right? Like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Bible doesn't say so. Well, just because I don't know the extent of it according to like the Bible, because I'm not you know informed. Hmm. That well, well, well let's, let's go. Um, I'm going to switch it up again. Do you think you're a good person? I would s- hope. Yeah, I would hope so. Do you mind if I test that? Okay. How many lies have you told in your entire life? I could not <laughs> tell you. So what would you call someone who lies? Probably, yeah, a bad person. Well, or a liar. A liar, yeah. So what are you? A liar. <laughs> so just like the rest of us, right? Yeah. Have you stolen anything before? Even irrespective of its value. Yeah. So what do you call someone who steals things? A stealer. <laughs> We're not in Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it's a thief. a thief. So what are you? A thief. You're not a thief. You're a lying thief. Okay. All right. So this is the next one. Have you ever said the Lord's name in vain? OMG. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. That's called blasphemy. It's very serious. In the Old Testament, before Jesus, mm-hmm. if you said God's name without any context at all just like you said it uh-huh. like they would you'd be put to death oh really by stoning oh wow so that's a it's a big deal and so that's called blasphemy mm-hmm. and the next one this one is the one that really got me this one is jesus says oh you know the you know the law says you shall not commit adultery mm-hmm. you know you shall not covet the neighbor's wife jesus says okay you might not have committed adultery but jesus says whoever looks at someone with lust commits adultery in their heart. Mm-hmm. Have you ever looked at someone with lust? Yeah, yeah. So, 
Jesus, the next one says, you know, you might, you know, thou shalt not commit murder. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he, and then Jesus is like, okay, well, you, you know, you haven't committed murder necessarily in the physical, but Jesus says, whoever hates his brother commits murder in his heart. Mm-hmm. Have you ever hated somebody? No, I don't, I wouldn't say like have genuinely hated someone. I would say at most I would, I have like disliked someone. Have you ever gotten angry with someone? Yes. Jesus says, whoever says to his neighbor, thou fool, is in danger of hellfire. So Jesus isn't just merely looking at the surface level actions. He's looking at our hearts. Mm -hmm. So I'm not judging you, Leslie. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you just told me that you're lying, (laughs) thieving, blasphemous, adultering, murderer at heart. (laughs) Will Will you go to heaven or hell? Well... It's not looking too good, I don't think. So, uh, probably not heaven, is what I would say. Yeah. (laughs) So, that's the bad news. Yeah. This is the bad news. But the gospel means, or evangelion in Greek means good news. So, to understand the the good news, we need to understand first the bad news. The bad news is Mm -hmm. we are enslaved to sin. Sin is in our nature. The Bible says there's none good. No, not one. Mm-hmm. You know, Psalm 14, Romans 3.23, if you don't believe me. Um, so the good news of, is this. So you've done all these wrong things. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, try standing before a judge now. You know, just like, a, just like you'd imagine in the courtroom, because God says God is, a, you know, he, God is love, but God is also a judge. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, God is justice. So you stand before God in this courtroom. And you've, you've sinned and you've, you've broke the law and you're like, oh shoot. And then you say, and then the judge is like, okay, Leslie, you robbed this bank. Mm-hmm. Just say you robbed the bank. Mm-hmm. You did, you know, you did wrong. So then you're like, okay, judge. Well, you know, look at all the good things that I've done. Mm-hmm. Look at all these good things. That, and the judge is going to, and the judge, imagine if you tried that in mm-hmm. court, right. you're like, I robbed this bank, but like, look at all the good things I did. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm, you know, and then the judge will say. You still robbed the bank. Right, yeah. I need to punish you because you still robbed the bank. Mm-hmm. Punish you for that crime. Mm-hmm. And that's just one out of many. So God, if God is a righteous God, God is a just God, which is what the Bible says he is, mm-hmm. then he must punish us of our sin. And now, but this is the good news. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the last words Jesus said before he died? No. It's in John, the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 30. Jesus says, it is finished. When he was on that cross and he died, his last breath, his last words were, it is finished. Mm -hmm. What do you think that means? I couldn't tell you. So, it is finished. He's replying to, the debt has been paid. Right? So imagine, you're, again, I'm going to this courtroom scene. You robbed the bank, you're committed, you're going to hell. And you're going to jail, you're going to hell. And it's like, oh no. Like what? What can, what, what do I do now? Like, what is going to happen? And it's like, so the judge's son, you know, he is, you know, a wealthy man, but, you know, a, a great man, you know, his mm-hmm. son. And then his son, the judge's son, he, you know, sells his house. He sells all his cars. He even sells the clothes off his back. Mm-hmm. And he, and he takes like the ransom. He takes the money and he pays your debt. For your sin. Mm-hmm. You've sinned against God. But now Jesus has come and he has paid your debt with his own blood. Mm-hmm. So not only did he t- sell everything that he had. He came down from heaven as God. And now he came down from heaven. 
he also purchased our freedom with his own blood. Right, yeah. So, this is the good news. This is the good news of the gospel is Jesus Christ has risen on the third day. And he's in heaven now. He's ascended with God. Mm-hmm. He's on the right hand of the Father. And now, there's two things we must do to be saved. Do you know what it is? To be saved from hell. The first thing we must do is to first have faith in Jesus Christ. In the mm-hmm. work that he did. Mm-hmm. Do you know what faith is? Do you know what the definition of faith I mean, I guess to believe, right? Not necessarily. Okay. Um... We're going to cut this. We're going to take a quick break in, a, in, in about 30 seconds. But, okay. So, and then we'll hit repentance after. So, faith is more than belief. Okay. Because the Bible says that every man, we know that God believes. Only the fool says in his heart there is no God. Okay. They know there is a God, but they do abominable works. Mm-hmm. So, they suppress God in their mind. We all believe that God exists. We all know that God exists. Mm-hmm. However... Faith is like trust. Okay. It's like a trusting in God. It's like a trusting in Jesus. It's like, I trust the Savior. I know. So, you know, you were raised and it's like, I know what Jesus, and I know who Jesus is. Yeah. I know he died on the cross. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but why? And now it's like putting our actual trust in him. Mm-hmm. So, guys, we're just going to cut it short. Uh, not cut it short. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll hit on the second point. Hey guys, we're back from our quick break, and um, so we were just talking about faith, what faith is. The two steps in order to be saved, mm-hmm. in order to be saved from hell, is this, what we said last time, in that before the break, faith, trusting in God with our whole heart, and then the second thing is, it's called repentance. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, I, I think you've heard, like, you might have heard a street preacher or something say, repent, repent. Mm-hmm. Repentance, you know, in this category means to forsake our sin, to turn away from our sin, to say, I am a wretch, I am a miserable sinner, mm-hmm. I have done wrong. It's humbling ourselves before God and saying, I have sinned, I am a sinner at heart, but I, I want to follow you. Mm-hmm. I want to forsake my sin, I cast it off, and I want to follow you now with my whole heart to run after God now, mm-hmm. to forsake the ways of the world, to forsake the, you know, the, the old lifestyle that we used to live, yeah. and to pursue after Jesus himself and so the two things faith trusting in god with our whole heart in repentance forsaking our sin saying i don't want to live like this anymore you're not going to be perfect trust Mm -hmm. me i'm not perfect (laughs) i sin every day unfortunately but um it's it's about forsaking our sin it's about having this conviction of saying this way that i used to walk this way that I'm walking right now is leading to death. Mm-hmm. I This way is leading me to hell. But I I forsake this. I don't want to live this way. I don't want to continue in this. I want to, I want to walk with Christ now. Mm-hmm. I want to put my trust in him. And I want to follow after him with my whole heart so that he has paid a great price for me. Mm-hmm. He's set me free from death. From, yeah. from the fear of death. We're free from the fear of death. And now he set me free and I can walk with him together. And I have access to God. Right. Because right. in our sin, that's what sin means. Sin, transgression of the law. Transgression of the law. If we break the law, we have separation from God. Mm-hmm. And that's, and I think you've heard of this from your childhood, the great fall of mankind was when they sinned against God. Yeah. And then all the, you know, there was, you know, there's plagues and there's thorns in the ground. And, 
you know, this corruption in the world, it's because of sin. That's what separates us from God. Mm-hmm. God is a holy God, mm-hmm. meaning good, but not the definition of we think good. Good is perfect, mm-hmm. like totally perfect. And we, as human beings, cannot reach that exactly. by our works. Yeah. We can't do good things to get to him. Christ, and this is why, this is so, the power of, this is why, you know, the the grace of God is so amazing because through his son, Jesus Christ, we can now be connected with God again. We can have fellowship with God again. Mm -hmm. So, I'll give you an example. I cannot see God. God is the invisible God. But I can witness, I can, but we bear witness to God's creation every day. Mm -hmm. I think... It's impossible to say that nothing, all this stuff came from nothing. Exactly. There yeah. needed to be a creator. There needs to be a designer. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a painting without a painter? Or a book without an author? Mm-mm. DNA is the book of life. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. So there must be an author. So we see God around us. But now we can actually have intimate fellowship with us. Before we would, if we made a pray to, if we prayed to God, God wouldn't really hear us. Of course, He'd hear us because He's omniscient, mm-hmm. but He wouldn't take our prayers into account. But now, when we're reconciled to God through Christ, He hears our prayers. Mm-hmm. He cares for us now, because we were at war with God before in our sin. When we're in sin, we're at war with God, mm-hmm. so He must punish us. But then, when we're in Christ, it's like we surrender to God. We're done. That's it. Yeah. I surrender. Yeah. And now I'm on. It's like you switch teams. It's like I'm on his team now. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm on the team with God. I'm on the winning team now. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's just, you know, Jesus says this. There's one more element. You know, there's faith, you know, and then there's repentance. But there is, Jesus says in John, the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 3, he says, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say to you, you will not see God unless you are born again. Right. Okay. What do you think it means to be born again? Um, well, I think, like, when you kind of realize that this is, like, the path you want to take with, like, your faith, right? Like, right. you decide this is what you're, you know, want to practice and believe in. And That's, like... Work towards that's like the initiating of it. But okay. being born again, I'll give you an example just of my life, in my life. Mm-hmm. And just there's countless others mm-hmm. as well that, I, that I'm aware of that I know who their lives were in, going in one direction. They were, you know, were in sin. But then when we're born again, mm-hmm. it's like there's a whole new transformation like that comes. It's like a total like change of mind like change of being not like in the physical sense right but in the spiritual sense it's exactly. like you're born spiritually yeah almost if mm-hmm. you'd like so it's like now i have a spiritual awareness of god's presence mm-hmm. i know that god is with me now i'm born again i see things different mm-hmm. i'll give you an example when i put my faith and trust in jesus christ in 2019 the year of our graduation it was february 2019 mm-hmm. not that long ago mm-hmm. i was totally different you can ask those guys. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was, you know, I walked kind of in the same manner. You know, I walked in the same manner. I, I, I was kind of, you know, I was a crazy, 
I was a crazy kid, even more crazy than I am now. <laughs> I would say racist things and mm-hmm. I would, you know, you know, I, I lusted after everything that walked. <laughs> I was just a wretch. Mm-hmm. So, but then when I was born again, it's like I repented. I got on my knees and I was weeping and asking God, please help me. Please save me. Mm-hmm. I trust in you. I repent. I don't want to do these things anymore. I want to follow after you. And I, the next morning, that night, I did it that night. And in the morning, the next morning I woke up, mm-hmm. I like peered back. I peered open the window and I was like, like this veil was like torn off my eyes. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is like, like everything was in color now. Mm-hmm. And like, that's kind of like what it means, like order in order to be born again. It's like this veal is right. ripped from our eyes. Okay. And now we have an awareness that God is, you know, with us. Mm-hmm. You know, God is, you know, since he's omniscient, he's all around us necessarily. But he's, out, he's outside the, I'm not saying he's the universe. I'm just saying he's apart from the universe, but he's like, involved in everything that happens i believe that god is a sovereign god he's in char- he's in control of everything that happens mm-hmm. so now i have this awareness when i'm born again that god is in control that the trees and the birds that were singing and everything that moved like when i was looking out into the garden was like a beautiful song like the wind and the trees and the birds it was like singing like almost this song that was glorifying god mm-hmm. and that's like what a Christian is. A Christian, uh, many people now define Christianity as moralism. Okay, yeah. Christianity is not moralism because I'm no better than you are. Mm-hmm. I'm, if anything, I'm more wretched because I know about Christ, I know about God, and yet I still sin. Mm-hmm. So if anything, my punishment would be worse. Interesting. But my, I have been saved my, you know, by Christ's death on the cross. He mm-hmm. paid for my sin. So now I'm there's no longer any condemnation. I mean, I'll explain to you. I know I'm doing a lot of talking, but I'll explain to you a little bit about what was going on at the time. And I know like what you said, like you make you go on this path, but this isn't always true. But this is just what happened with me. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you another example too. So, what happened with me during that time in my life? I was directly involved running of course, drinking and, and, and I didn't really smoke, but I was a drunkard. I would get drunk. Mm-hmm. I was a hockey player. Mm-hmm. I was kind of getting involved. I was never really part of that clique, right. but I was but involved were, yeah. in the in those things and those the those those actions, those that that drunk drunkardish lifestyle that you know that that sinful lifestyle, just like everyone else. And mm-hmm. there there came a moment, there came a time in my life where you know I questioned it's like death but at that same time you know it was my senior year of high school right and i was a captain of the hockey team that year and so that october before hockey season started my dad and my stepmother my stepmother you know we had our differences but she's been around for 12 13 years Mm -hmm. since i was like four years old Mm -hmm. so she's basically been like kind of like a mom to me exactly in a way even though we we fought a lot Mm -hmm. which is another story but um you know i was like they were getting divorced at that time and i was like what like what is going on like yeah. i'm glad she's gone right at that moment right. but then slowly i saw like my pride being broken down like i was just like kind of depressed mm-hmm. and i was like sad i was like why is this happening like what is 
going on, like, and I was, and then hockey season started. Mm-hmm. The first half of the season, when it was well, I mean, we were winning games, we were, you know, I was a captain, and I was like, I was exalted in kind of a way. Yeah. But then it got to a point in the year, I think by God's sovereignty, praise God, by God's will, I lost my position. I lost my playing. I used to play on the second. It was first line, second line were the only lines that played. Mm-hmm. And it was a big hit to my pride because I got, I got benched for half the season as a captain, as a senior. Yeah. You know, as my last year playing hockey. Yeah. These four years I've labored so hard and now I'm benched. Yeah. It was like the worst thing that could happen to me. It's like if, you know, I... You know, it's like at that time, it's kind of, it sounds dumb. It's like, it's like a kid's thing, but it's like. <laughs> it was really important to you then. Exactly. Yeah. It was like so important to just like in those past few years, like my freshman year, um, I was, I got hazed really bad and it was all over the news, you know, hazing. I got, um, I was stripped naked and I was, they had, they used a wet towel and they whipped me mm-hmm. like. And that hurt really bad, and I was, like, crying, and I was, like, a freshman in high school in the hockey locker room. And and then my sophomore year, I was being, like, always, I was getting roasted all the time. Mm -hmm. Junior year, it wasn't, you know, I still got, so I still got roasted, but it wasn't as bad as Mm -hmm. sophomore year. And then senior year, now it's, like, coming back. It's, like, these past memories, like, this is my glory days, like, this is, like, but then it, it was all flooding back, like, it was, like, I was getting, you know, I was a captain, but I was, like... I'm a short dude. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big guy, and all these kids are bigger than me. And I was getting beat up by sophomores and yeah. juniors, and it's like kind of like you gotta work a little, a little harder. Yeah, you know, I was trying, but you know, it just the coach didn't like me, <laughs> and I like, I was getting beat up. I was getting, you know, I was getting hazed. Even as a senior, I was like, what is happening? What is going on? Like my whole life, like this is, I associate. If you ask who Evan was, yeah. I was a, I've been, I'm the captain of the hockey team. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, now we got stripped away. That, that, yeah. like everything, like all my, like all my supposed friends. And so I just go to these parties with them and just like drink and act a fool of myself. And a bunch of pictures of me would go online and me being drunk and a fool and mm-hmm. embarrassing stuff. And I was like, this, what is happening? Like, what is going on right now? Like my life is like totally like in ruins. And I was like, and I was like, what? has happening and I just like stumbled across a video on YouTube mm-hmm. it was this guy this Kiwi guy from New Zealand <laughs> and he said the same thing I told you he said you know if you died today do you fear death mm-hmm. and I was like yeah do you you know do you think you're you know heaven or hell I'm like yeah I believe in heaven and hell mm-hmm. surely I was raised on it do you think you'd go to heaven and I was like yeah how many lives have you told oh so many and I, he went through the he went through the test yeah that really stumped that really stumped me i will tell you yeah so. i failed the test too yeah and i was like what is the purpose and i i was like i was like thinking about it and i just kind of like was like oh man like i was still kind of in those ways after i heard that mm-hmm. still kind of living in sin and then one day kind of i bought just decided to go and buy a bible just mm-hmm. to like you know, if this crazy New Zealand guy is true, then what do I got to lose? I, I've already lost everything, pretty yeah. much. So, you know, I, and that's the unfortunate thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know. He's reaching that point. Yeah, he's reaching that point. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, again, like, I read the Bible, you know, just, like, 
and God gave me understanding. And one day, like I said, I just was like broken, like got back from a hockey game, didn't play. It was my dad was like, you suck. Like, how are you even my child? And I'm like, what is happening? Like I was and I was just weeping and just like, and you know, God, you know, I I repented. I was like, I've done wrong. Yeah. I've, I've sinned and in my pride, I've been proud and I've associated myself with this as like an idol almost. And just like, I just got on my knees and I said, please save me. Mm-hmm. Please. I give up. I'm a sinner. Please help. Yeah. And the next day, that's when I told you everything was different. Like mm-hmm. everything was completely different. Like there was like a joy in my heart that I had never experienced before in my life. Mm-hmm. There was like a freedom. It was like oh, a huge weight was taken off my shoulder. Like I don't care what people say anymore because mm-hmm. I know that there's a God in heaven who cares about me, who died for me on the cross. Mm-hmm. So now like, oh, I spent all this time talking and I just think that you know, my, rebu- my you know, close in this story is don't let it get to that point. Right. I mean, it might not, I don't know, but you never know God, God's power and how he works. Yeah. But God had to bring me to that low of a point in order for me to yeah. repent, like in order to trust in him. And I was completely changed. And you can ask all the guys, you can ask Steve, you can ask Ethan, you can ask Sam, mm-hmm. you can ask Jarrett, you can ask Max. They mm-hmm. all tell you, Evan changed that day. There was something different about him. Mm-hmm. There was a, like a, and it's not just about like, oh, good for you kind of thing. It's like, if, if we don't have like a change if we are not born again, then our life is going to be in danger of hell. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, don't let it get to that point exactly. of where you're totally broken. You've lost everything. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, you could die tomorrow. You could die today. Mm-hmm. You could die tonight. I mean, you could die in this next minute or whatever. You know, I'm not <laughs> trying to be facetious or anything right. stupid. But, you know, my point is, like, you don't know. When that train is coming and it's like, I want to put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off. But it's like, when is it going to, it's like going to come any moment. Like it's going to happen. Like it's going to, the train. Because there's no turning back at that point. Exactly. Yeah. God like has given us, he said, and you know, we're on that day. Please forgive me now. No, you wasted your chance. You exhausted your opportunity. And you're going to stand before God and it's going to be an awful sight. And you're going to say, I should have listened to that crazy kid. I should have listened to him. <laughs> and so I'm I'm like saying this not like out to be, you know, to, you know, be proud or anything, but I'm saying this like out of a genuine care. Like please, Leslie. Yeah. Like I care about you really. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to go to hell. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Because I'm I'm like shivering a little bit just thinking about it cuz it's like I know we don't we haven't known each other for like that long, but it's like to see anyone end up in hell is is frightening. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see anyone in hell. And it scares me to to think that, you know, you could end up in hell. Or Steve can end up in hell. Or Max can end up in hell. Or Ethan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those guys don't really pay attention to what I say. But one day there's going to be a day where God will come. Mm-hmm. And they're going to say the same thing. You know, God's going to say, I sent... I sent someone and you didn't listen. Mm-hmm. I gave you a chance and you didn't listen. So I'm saying, don't be like, don't be like that. Okay. Yeah. Please, I mean, at least just think about what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you, you know, 
it's a it's a it's a process, but it's like there's an urgency. Right. Yeah. Please, just I would say, when when would you think about when when do you think if you would do this? Like. Like when I would like start, like you know. When like, you would like when you call out to cry out to God. Well, ideally, it would be, you know. Before I would have to reach that like rock bottom, right? So, um, I would say before death, because yeah. you could die tonight, yeah. right? Which again could be at any point. So, yeah. I mean, I would say as soon as possible, mm-hmm. like a s a p. You don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He knows. Mm-hmm. So, will you consider these things? I mean, of course. Like this kind of, you know, passion. You gotta really internalizing it, and it's of course something you know to think about. You know, to consider, and you know, but it it definitely does like take time. It is a process, and that's pretty much all I can say about that. <sighs> that's true. But uh, I just want to, like I told you earlier, I just want to bring up a scripture. I just want to, um, let me go to, I'm going to go to, let's see, there's a few of them I can pick. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go to Mark 10. Mark chapter 10. For all my friends listening. They love Mark chapter 10. Um, this is a really great story. Um, well, not a story. This is like a great encounter that Christ had. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, and, and when he was gone forth into the way, there was one that came running and, and kneeled to him, Jesus, and asked him, good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Oh, one sec. I'm sorry. And he says, Jesus says, why call you, why do you call me good? There is none good but, but, but one, and that is God. You know the commandments. Do not, do not commit adultery. Do not, do not kill. Do not, or do not murder. Or do not steal. Do not lie. Defraud not. Honor thy mother and thy father. And the, and the young man answered him and said unto him, Master, all these I have observed from my youth. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing you lack. Go your way and sell whatever you have and give to the poor. And you shall have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. And he was sad at that saying. And went away grieved, for he had great possessions. And Jesus looked round about and said unto his disciples, How hardly shall, shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? The, the riches that Jesus is referring to in this. So it's like give up everything you own. Kind of like interesting, right? But mm-hmm. what Jesus really means is like giving up our sin. Because that's what we love. Yeah. We love sin. We love to do that which is wrong in the eyes of God. We might think it's okay and fine in this earth, but in God's eyes, it's wrong. Yeah. So Jesus is saying, give up your sin. And the man, he's like, you know, all these I've kept since my youth. Mm-hmm. No, he hasn't. He's broken them. Jesus knows that. Mm-hmm. That's why he said the second thing. Pick up your cross. Mm-hmm. Trust in me. Because Christianity is not a religion of like enlightenment. Or, you know, a better, you know, I know more than you kind of like Gnostic thinking. It's or like it's not like a new age thing. It's Christianity. True 
biblical Christianity is I'm a wretched sinner mm-hmm. who received grace from God through Christ. And now I, because of this grace, I'm going to die to myself mm-hmm. every day. I'm going to put aside my passions. I'm going to put aside my love for sin and I, I'm going to follow after Christ. Right. And it's a, it's hard. It is, yeah. But it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Because in my walk, I've only been on my walk for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I've seen that the presence of God, God himself, is way better than anything that I have. Or anything, any sin that I'm holding on to. Right. To be in God's love. To, to be loved by God, to be in God's presence, is better than those things. First hand account. And I can, second hand, I can bring you so many others mm-hmm. who have really said the same thing. It's like there is, before I was depressed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I didn't really have like a reason for, for living anymore. Because like my, the thing I was associated with, hockey, yeah, was stripped from me. It was taken from me. Mm-hmm. And now why, why am I here? Why am I living? What is the point? Mm-hmm. And then... When Christ came and rescued me, when God saved me, it's like there was a purpose for for life. To glorify God in everything that I do mm-hmm. and to enjoy Him forever. To enjoy God. Yeah. God offers so many wonderful gifts. He's so amazing. He's He's not offered me physical things. I've actually lost a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I've lost so many friends. Mm-hmm quote-unquote friends, right? right. I've lost mm-hmm. so many people that I thought were close to me. My family hates me. My, you know, my friends, my old friends, not necessarily Steve and all those guys, but some of my old friends that I have hate me because of my faith, because of Christ, and because of the, I follow the Bible. Mm-hmm. They, there's, my dad, you know, he doesn't, might not hate me in a way, but my dad mocks me mm-hmm. all the time. It's just me and my dad, and I'll be mocked by my dad, mm-hmm. you know, my 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 grandmother, you know, praise God, she's a lovely woman, but she thinks I'm insane. She thinks I'm mentally insane. Mm-hmm. But this is like, I'm worth it. This is worth the price. Right. To be ridiculed. It's by by people like so many people roast me mm-hmm. at school. I got CCRI. Just someone in class will be like, be like, oh, Jesus freak or whatever like that. And it's like, it's okay. Because I know that why should I fear man? The Bible says, why should I fear man when he can take away the body, right? Mm-hmm. And not fear God who can take away my body and my soul. Mm-hmm. Send my soul to hell. So there will be troubles. If you, you know, if God brings you into his, into salvation, if you decide to, you know, to trust in Christ, it's not easy. Yeah. But... This life is but a split second mm-hmm. in the drop of the bucket of eternity. Eternity is so much so much longer, so much bigger, so much like just you can't even imagine eternity. Mm-hmm. To live with Christ in glory forever, I'd be persecuted. I would rather be made fun of. We got it easy here. <laughs> Look at the Christians in China. Yeah. Christians have become the most persecuted group in the world. Islam. Many people are decapitated for their faith. And in China, many people just disappear. Many, so many Christians just disappear off, off the street. So we've got it lucky here. We've got it good here I right now. I'd say so, yeah. 
to just be ridiculed, to just be challenged. I say, you know, I'm, we're, we've been blessed by God. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in light of all this, can I pray for you? All right. Oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this, for this time with Leslie. Oh, Lord God, I am so um, just thankful that you've allowed um, us to have this conversation, to talk about the reality of this world and of, and of your grace. Oh, Lord God, I just pray for Leslie. Lord, I just lift her up to you. Lord, please, oh God. Please humble her heart. Please, Lord, I pray, save her. Lord, please, Lord, transform her mind, renew her mind like you have done to me and countless others, that that she would walk away from this life of sin, that she'd let go of her love of sin and trust in you, the Savior, who has so many better, better things for us. Not physically, Lord, but just knowing that in eternity we will uh, we will be with you forever so lord i just pray for leslie lord and i pray lord please enlighten her heart please allow her to come to you in in humility and in meekness and just call, cry out to you heavenly father thank you for this time Thank you for your grace. And I pray this all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So before we, before we end, um, we, got, <laughs> we got two minutes. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I got something for you. If you have any, oh, happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> this was, I missed Leslie's birthday. So, and I got her a thing for that. I, well, I forgot to give you her a gift. But this is another gift. This is, you know, this is a holy Bible I want to give to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I wrote a little thing in there. Just like, you know, to Leslie. Mm-hmm. Gortz. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let me just, uh, I just want to. So this is where I would recommend just like, if you really, like I would really recommend doing this. Like just to the New Testament. So this is where I tell everyone to start because this is where I, this is where I started. Mm-hmm. And God just really changed my life when I started reading the Word of God. When I started reading the Word of God, I understood and realized this is it. Mm-hmm. And this is what brought me to my knees. And I think, you know, it's, 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 it's complicated. The Bible is complicated to read. But I, like, I told, like I tell many others, and look what happened to me is if you pray to God and you ask Him, please help me to understand your Word. Please help me to get it. I want to get it. Please help me. Then he, he will do it, I believe. I really do believe he will do it. He'll give you an understanding if you're genuine. Yeah. So, I would start in the Gospel of John. Right here, towards the end. It's great. Okay. And, um, hey guys, just um, thanks for tuning in. It was a great time, and I'll see you guys in the next one.